Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Right, now listen up people, this is one of those episodes that almost didn't make it out because, if I'm honest, me and Igor wanted to keep all of the content and ideas for ourselves. I know, I know, naughty boys, but this is one of those episodes you'll want to bookmark and come back to, trust me. If you're looking to leverage the power of YouTube into your business, this is it. Lauren shares so much value and insight here that I think we all just need to keep quiet and keep this episode all to ourselves. So come on in, pull up a seat. I've made you a hot chocolate and a hot water bottle, but you must promise to keep this one to yourself. Okay, let's go team. Take, take 24. <laughs> <laughs> have a seat, Sam, have a seat. And we thought we were done. Oh, we thought we were done with the technical mate. problems, but we're constantly learning. I had a headache at the start of the day. Now it's just like, <laughs> now I've only got 6% battery on my notepad as well. It's all good. Oh. Right. Welcome to another idea. Another idea. What are we, Igor? A podcast for creatives and entrepreneurs what that do those want, people to want to do? What do level do? up their business. They do. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Just to help and inspire and to motivate people that are running or want to run a creative business in any kind of field. Yes, indeed. And if this is your first time, extra welcome. Give us a little shout out, you know. Yes. Share the love. Share the love on Insta, YouTube, yeah. wherever you're listening, review. Yeah. Oh, do um, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> we really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just the way you're saying it. Oh. Yeah, do all of that. Give me, give me the love. Yeah, let's have that Give me the love right now. And what else do people need to do, Igor, that would be really... You know, if people like listeners are going, oh, yeah, these guys bring the value for me. Yeah. I, I would love to meet them. Yeah. Well, they can. They can come to the Christmas episode yes. in um, early December. We've got a few tickets left. Yes. Black Friday 50 gets you 50, 50% off. No, no, no. no 50, 50 quid off. off. <laughs> Sorry. 50 quid off. And, and also, whilst you're at it, just put your name into that mailing list because in 2023, mm-hmm. things, are, things are changing, aren't they? Things Eagle? are ramping up. Do you want to give people a little... T- do you want to just tease them a little bit? Yeah, we're creating a, a business support for all our audience, really, and... Hub, Make it sound sexier hub, than that. A hub where you are able to really level up your business. You yeah. get all of our attention, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's going to be loads of things coming out there. But yeah. if you're on the main list, you'll hear about it. Exactly. So when it starts London, then. But let's not give too much away. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Is that all of our admin sorted? In some ways, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just We're having some drinks tonight, aren't we? Yeah. Are you going to have a little glass? A little Christmas party in yeah. the studio. Yeah. Just Pizza. 
Yeah. It'd be great. Okay then. But that uh, said, yeah. Shall we jump in? I mean, I don't know. I could just have, carry on with this awkwardness <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't what know do you want to do? Okay. Well, first of all, Lauren Goodman. Not Lauren Bluebird. <laughs> Not Lauren Bluebird. No. We'll explain <laughs> why in a second. First of all, welcome. Amazing welcome. Thank you. Um, it's great to have you here, and especially looking at your business from afar and what you've accomplished, what you've done. It's, yeah, I feel like I'm in presence of royalty right I here. I put down right on now. my notes, AKA content machine. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And this, is, and this is a fact, the number one YouTube yeah. wedding planner within the UK. Yeah. Incredible, really. Yeah. Like, just the volume of content that you put out, Lauren, is just quite, it's quite remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, uh, we asked you before we did the re-recording if you wanted to swear. Do you want to swear again? Are you all right? Did you get your swear out of the way on the one that's not going to wear? I got, yeah, I got it out okay, of the way. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But there'll be more, but don't you worry. Feel now. There'll You're be right. more. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good to have you here. Thanks for coming up. <laughs> oh, absolute pleasure. I'm excited. Awkward silence. <laughs> it's all right. It's just so. where we're like kind of going, who's going to ask the first question? <laughs> Hey, look, you no. know, this is our first ever episode we've ever done. No, it's not. No, 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 we no, do no. know what we're doing sometimes. Um, <laughs> but no. Where do you want to start, Igor? Start from the beginning. That's what I was thinking. Um, just tell us about you, how you sort of like, how do we know Lauren? How, how has this come about in some way? Say, start in the early years in some ways. What were the things that very much got you going? What? What was your character like? And it's yeah. a very big open-ended question. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Just, just yeah. give us. Just give tell us background. about you. That's vast. That is very vast. Um, Four okay. and a half hours later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can tell a story. Yes, um, please. We love stories. God, I do not come from weddings and events. Mm-hmm. I am very random. I'll take you back. <laughs> I was an ice skating coach. Well, actually, I was a professional ice skater. That's first of all, that is amazing. Yeah, that's okay. amazing. I was a British champion. Back in the day. Wow. It, I think it's safe to say, Lauren, very, first and foremost, you are the, the first British champion ice skater we've had on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't I think you've had any have you, girl? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, it was a very long time ago. But yeah, so I did that, and that was that was my life. And it, and I think, I mean, as I told... It's quite competitive, isn't it? It's very competitive, and that competitiveness has definitely not left me. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely shaped me. I mean, ice skating shapes you massively. Mm. Being a sports person shapes you massively. I think anyone that's done sport or performance... You're, you'll make a really good entrepreneur. You'll make mm-hmm. a really good work person. I mean, we've had, had talks in the business. Coco that works for me, she was a dancer. I'm like, we, we're, we're determined, focused, hard workers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we don't let yeah. shit hit us. We li- there's, there you go. <laughs> Swearing <laughs> bomb. Yeah, fine. sorry. Um, you know, we get on with things. So skating massively shaped me. I did that. And then at 19, 20, I became a coach. I decided to end my amateur career in skating even when you're like doing olympics you're actually classed as an amateur it's weird and when you become a coach you're then professional that is ridiculous it's very odd it's very odd um i ended it because i had a really tough time my last year i moved over to an ice rink in london and i would say that i mentally was not in a good place the coach there was really nasty did you ever go to the olympics 
no no (laughs) no I got put on the junior British squad so I actually I stopped I was British champion at 16 I was a junior like I was then moving up to juniors my ice skating partner I did ice dance Torval and Dean style he got a bit too big for his boots and would only turn up to training one day a week so it was just me on my own he quit five weeks before nationals the next year dumped me and then I really struggled to find another partner that kind of compared we we had I had people coming over from France to try out with me I had people coming over from America to try out with me and it never just really worked and I don't think I I didn't want to leave England either I'm a bit of a home bod so I ended up sort of settling for to skate with boys that just weren't it makes me awkward saying it but weren't as good as me Mm. (laughs) and yeah the last year it was just a real mental battle at this ice rink and I had my head down the toilet every morning I arrived I'd arrive late and then I'd be in the toilets because I just it was uncomfortable it was horrible I got in deep really quick yeah, didn't yeah. I? sorry yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a story welcome um, to your therapy session Lauren. yeah sorry I told you I can go off on one um so I decided to, I'd had enough like I really just got to the point I was 19 I, I, I wasted my talent as in like I could have carried on and really pushed but I decided that I just wanted to coach I was done I was done with all of that um and I got offered a job at the ring that I trained at so I worked at Guildford for 12 years and I absolutely freaking loved it. I loved it. I still love skating to this day. Like it inspires me. My favorite thing to do is choreography because <laughs> the creative side, <laughs> I mean, you know, I was running my own business. So there's all these things that when I was coaching- I'd love to go to an ice ring with you. <laughs> you know, like the Christmas one. You, you can see like the competitive- every, Everybody's just like struggling to like stay on their feet. Yeah, and, they, yeah. and then Lauren just walks on. <laughs> <laughs> What's that movie? Is it Tony Air? Um, yeah, yeah, Tonya. Yeah. I, I could see it. I could see it. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still there a bit. It's still there a bit. Not the same. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like coaching was absolutely amazing. It was my life. I, I, I'm still passionate about it. I really, really love it. Choreography was my thing. The creativity. There were so many things that in those 12 years as a coach, sort of were almost lining up, ready for me to take into my next chapter. Mm. And I loved training kids. I loved getting kids to go from four years old to going to nationals, like helping them achieve their goals, seeing them succeed, teaching, which I'll talk about, I've learned is actually something I love doing and I've taken into my business um, with weddings and all the other things that I do. But unfortunately, I ended up leaving the business. Actually, no, 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 hang on, rewind, Lauren. (laughs) <laughs> I just jumped about four steps. Um, I always needed more. I always, always needed more. There was something in my brain that was like, this just isn't fully giving me enough. There was like a like a scratch, an itch that I needed, itch. an itch that I needed to scratch. Not very good at sayings. And I set up a dance school. Random. Incredible. Set up a dance school. Basically, I am somebody that will stick my fingers up to someone if they sort of say that I can't do something well I'm going to show you that I can do it and I wanted to choreograph the pantomime on ice the person that was doing it was handing the show over and I wanted to put myself in the position to to run the panto to choreograph it but I was 21 years old not overly confident in myself and so I went to another coach and was like will you do it with me will you do it with me yeah I'll do it with you anyway I got trodden on she went and did it and I got left in the dirt because nobody in that place had respect for me. 
So I went, well, I'm going to start a dance school and I'm going to go and put on a show. <laughs> and that's what I did. I did a show at the local theatre. I teamed up with a girl that I knew that was a dancer. We set up a business. We did it for charity, raised money for the Liver Foundation. And off the back of the charity show, we set up a dance school. And we had this dance school for two years. The dance school is still running. I am no longer part of the dance school. Um, two years in, I realised... I didn't want a dance school. I didn't know where this dance school was going. It wasn't yeah. what I wanted to do. It wasn't who I wanted to work with. Yeah, right. um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot of not how to run a business, yeah. which I think is still oh, really so is good it, lessons. As, as important as running a business is successful sometimes. Absolutely. Um, and I carried on being an ice skating coach. I mean, I was still doing that the whole time so anyway. You that school? Was that a, an act of defiance to the person that was... Say that again. Was that like a, an act of defiance? Like, oh, I'm going to show you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I can do this. You made a mistake not letting me yeah. like choreograph this. So, yeah, <laughs> it was exactly that. And I took a load of the skaters and put them in the show. <laughs> 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 I started handing around audition leaflets at the ice rink. <laughs> so, the moral of yeah. the lesson we're here right now is don't mess with Lauren. <laughs> don't, get the, don't get on the wrong side of Lauren. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so funny. So how did things develop from then? Well, that itch was still there. Yeah. I was like, oh, I still need to do, I need, I need to do something. But I just, I just sat into my job, like I carried on doing it. And then when I fell pregnant with Ivy, I was like, me and my husband were having conversations. He works in events. And I was like, I just think I'd be really good at like events and planning weddings absolutely no research Let's behind that out, out of the blue sort <laughs> yeah. of thing no no research behind that no I'd, I'd done nothing I'd done nothing well I say that I'd put on events in terms of a dance show yeah but I just I don't know there was just something in me that was like I'd be really fucking good at this Simon <laughs> like and he was like I think you would be too I work in it obviously I know you you're my wife yeah I think you'd be good at it and I was like well I don't want to continue being an ice skating coach forever. I used to have to start work at half five in the morning. I'm not a morning person. Yeah, it was takes, really that tough. That takes its toll. It's cold mm. as well. Nobody needs that in their life, not on a daily basis. You're not going into a warm office, are you? You're going into an ice rink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I mean, it probably sort of, you know, froze my face a bit. I don't know, maybe kept me a bit youthful. That was quite good for a while. But, you know, anyway, wasn't a big fan of the cold. And... I didn't want to be... So with skating, you're teaching half five till half eight, half ten or whatever in the morning. Then you're coming back after school. It's not conducive to being a parent. Mm -hmm. Loads of the coaches bring their kids in after school. They're having to sit on the side. And I was like, I don't want this life. And Simon's not around to have the kids because he works in events, which is... And he was doing stupid hours. Like, he was a freelance sound engineer. So we literally didn't know. It was always last minute. Oh, you're working and you're finishing at 2 a.m. So... I kind of had to put a plan in place. So we decided, well, let's just, let's just set up a wedding planning and events business as you do. So we did. And when, when I think it was when Ivy was seven months old. How old are you at this point? Where, where are we at in your... Oh, goodness. I would that? say I was 29. Okay. 29. So all 30. that's happened. All that dance school the yeah. British Championships that's all happened and done by what mid-20s yeah it's, yeah it's a lot to go through isn't it I'm going to cry don't do it don't <laughs> no, it's, no like really like that really shapes you doesn't it those, yeah. those experiences yeah there's definitely a lot of shaping going on for sure um, so yeah 29 launched a wedding planning business whilst being an ice skating coach and just 
networked the shit out of it. Like really went for it. And then in the first year, I did, like, I did a year and then I fell pregnant with Archer. Game changer. Two kids is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. <laughs> but before I had Archer, and this is where things really change, I walked out of the ice rink. Uh, it, it wasn't even a plan. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the plan and I wasn't ready. Bluebird was not ready for me to go, this is, this is all I'm doing. For all the eggs are here. you to jump in full time and yeah. go and do it. Yeah. yeah. I was, it, it wasn't planned, but I got treated so badly where I was, not by my students. I think I stuck, at, stuck it out longer because, because my students were amazing. They're still friends and like, I mean, one of them yeah. is going to come and work with me. Like one of my old students amazing. that I taught from, taught from the age of four. Man. She's going to come and work with Brilliant. me next summer. Yeah. Like, you know, big part of my life. I was a big yeah. part of theirs, but, and I stuck it out because of them, but it's just a really negative world. Mm. It's, and it's a very competitive world, but not in the right way. Nobody was lifting each other up. And if anyone knows me, I'm all about positive vibes, energy. And it was just, it was just sucking the life out of mm. me. And the woman, I feel like I have to be slightly careful, but she's probably not listening. The woman <laughs> that was like managing the rink, still is, treated me extremely badly. And I just got to a point where I was like, I'm pregnant. They wanted to put my rent up because I was pregnant and couldn't get on the ice. Wow. Go figure. Um, so I walked out. That does not even make sense in my mind. It doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, and I probably should have done so many things, but I was so emotional, I was heavily pregnant, and I just didn't even want to deal with it, so I just left. It's wow. really, yeah. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah. Really, really sad. I don't know where to start with that. It, it amazes me that, that, that you've gone through that, that a business could have that approach in it the first happens. place. Yeah. I got told that it doesn't matter that I'm pregnant, I am getting, <laughs> no joke, this is, this is the phrase, getting treated the same as Paul the plumber. Wow. Anyway, thank <laughs> God you walked out of that place because, you know, know. Some, sometimes, like, I don't know, I think we all kind of feel like you need to have this real plan and this, you need to be really clear in your decision, but sometimes you just need to act on impulse, don't you? And just, yeah. and just go for it. That maybe, is, maybe, that is and... maybe that is exactly what happened and it was a, a kind of a sign or a, a that was probably what you needed in order to walk away from it because you obviously had a good relationship with your students. Mm -hmm. Maybe it need, maybe you needed that. And that's still terrible. It still doesn't excuse that approach to, you know, what they Archaic. said to you. Um, Everything happens for a reason. I don't yeah. look back at any of these things and think, like, I don't hold anything against any of it. Like that person that went and got that choreography role, I kind of look at that and think, thank you because I would not be where I am now. Yeah. I wouldn't have stuck my fingers up and gone, I'm gonna go create a dance school just so I can go and show you that I can do a show. Like who does that? But I'm grateful for that situation. Mm. Like if they hadn't treated me the way that they had, I wouldn't have left. I wouldn't be yeah. where I am now. Yeah, yeah. It shapes you, you like seem to sort the of crap, like, but. You seem to sort of like double down. I do. To, to adversity in some ways, which I'm, I'm like. Yeah. yeah, I think I think a, I think a middle, middle names are double down. Yeah, <laughs> <Genuinely>. <laughs> well, I think you know life's life's about decisions, isn't it? And, yeah. and and when you make them and how you make them and whether you kind of linger on them or whether you just move on. And I think you kind of have had the right approach, which is I'm not doing this anymore. 
it's time to go. You can't dwell and on it. You no. have to just push forwards and go, right, well, well what's it next? It just consumes you, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and what you've gone on to do next is is quite incredible. Yeah. And exactly why we said that Lauren needs to come and sit here and have a yeah. chat to us. Because when we look at your brand and your business and what you've gone on and done in, in how many years? How many years ago was that? I think it's five, maybe five? six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The the stage your business at is, ne- is at now is, you know, it's just... Given you've had two young children as well, a young family, yeah, we know how that works. It's it's hard trying to give time to something, and let alone to enough time for something to grow. Yeah, to the rate you have, yeah. When I put down a content machine, (laughs) like genuinely, I'm like, how on earth does this this woman do it? Because before we go into that, yeah, yeah, you go, Igor. (laughs) Before we go into that, because I know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just interested in those early years. So, because you kind of like you started talking about it, but. I want to hear more really in terms of like how did that like, that like first year of your business go and what were the sort of things that you were trying to hit and goals that were achieved that you looking back now how was that gosh I didn't know what I was doing I'll be perfectly <laughs> honest with you I didn't come from any background where like you know I, I stopped school at college I did art drama no performing arts and PE did I get I didn't get an art result because I didn't turn up and because I was skating is, and training to be a coach that takes some effort to not get a, a qualification in art well, it's quite back, incredible I went back to my teacher five weeks before exams and said I think I need to drop this because I'm so behind that even if I spend the next five weeks trying to catch up I don't think I will and then all my other grades will be affected and she looked at me and she said yes Lauren I think you're right <laughs> <laughs> so I mean so my 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 school topics or subjects were very creative I don't have any background so that first year I mean I say that but I am very creative in what I do so it's actually there are a couple of dots that are like linking up even as I'm saying this but I didn't know what I was doing it's all been very guttural like Mm -hmm. is that a word yeah yeah. it can be a word (laughs) we'll go with it I mean I wake up make up words all the time um very instinctive like the whole process has just been a case of me just literally working shit out as I go guessing and just I think just being authentic and being myself because that is I believe that is how I've built my business is just me connecting with people and just being me Mm -hmm. like that's not that doesn't even feel like tangible advice but because I didn't know what I was doing. I just kind of was literally taking it step by step. I need a website. We need a business name. Right, I need to know, like, what do I want to offer? I mean, it was all basic at first, and I made a lot of mistakes. I mean, my business is completely different to what it was when I started. Oh, I feel like we need to go through some of those. <laughs> yeah, oh, please do. Like please what? do. Like yeah. let's, let's, oh, let's go now. Yeah. Go on, <laughs> We're going in. Come We're on, going top, in. Lauren Goodman's top three business mistakes are in uh, number three... Calling myself a luxury wedding planner. Okay, explain. (laughs) Well, I think everybody goes into the wedding industry thinking that they have to be, not everybody, sorry, every wedding planner, thinking that they have to position themselves as a luxury wedding planner. Mm -hmm. I'm really passionate about this bit. Like we just everybody thinks that this is what you have to do. These are the services that you have to provide. This is what you're getting told by others in the industry. Don't do this. Don't come in and do like, or you can come in and start with coordination, but ideally you want to be moving away from that and you ideally want to be moving to just full planning because that's where the money is and blah, blah, blah. So I just followed what I thought yeah. I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. 
because that's what people do because I didn't have a fucking clue I was making it up that was a big mistake I think doesn't didn't fit me okay didn't fit my brand I feel like I don't want to go too far in here because yeah, you know yeah. you, you yeah. need to ask yeah, me yeah. two more like there's yeah. two more second, questions <laughs> number two second business mistake oh shit um <laughs> we should make this a theme oh my god yeah we should bring this to the all future episodes shouldn't we okay this is this i'm going in starting business with my husband oh, here we go <laughs> i love my husband but we're not meant to work together yep. like end of like he didn't want to didn't i i really wanted to go I just want to go weddings actually I don't want to go events whereas he sort of wanted to do events the brand was a lot more feminine the black the brand was built around me even though it was completely wrong to start with like I mean it was blue and purple and silver I mean that's just colors that's just yeah. colors but you know anyway and yeah, we, we just didn't Ooh. like we just we just didn't work well together we yeah. bickered all the time it's just not for everybody like we're so much yeah. I it's actually need not, to be on my own relationship either is it you know, no it's not. no and he, he could listen to this and go no that's fine that you said that because I agree yeah we didn't yeah. work well together yeah. like I would just tell him what to do and then you get annoyed like I was a, I'm a bossy pants yeah I think, I you, think know. you know how that feels don't we yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely yeah um mistake number one or number three oh, number oh no I, th I think I went three two one but it's fine oh, by the way sorry 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 um oh god I can't think I mean, we have just dropped this on you, so don't. don't I know, don't yeah, no pressure, guys. Um, number three slash one. Um, can we come back to it? Yes, yeah, we can. Yes, yeah. we can. Yeah, and then you'll be like, it. yes, yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as the conversation midway, midway develops. The conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's it. you do that all the time. I know it is. But no, that's incredible. That's incredible. Just to kind of like your your reflection on those sort of like first few years and then just the whole idea that i don't know what i'm doing but i'm doing it yeah jump um, in with two feet i mean god just do it yeah. just bloody do it even if you don't know where you're going just and you'll learn when did you sort of like see things changing and taking shape and sort of like gain the the, the sort of assurance that yeah what i'm doing is good and i like it and it's heading in a direction that i really can see it growing you're gonna like this. Yeah. So when I start doing YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> there, you go, there we go. Have we, we jumped a little bit from when you had our, were, were we making a point about how things changed when you had Archer? Mm, okay, Is so. Just to rewind. Good uh, to yeah, which well, kind well. of actually links in with YouTube. Okay. So essentially, left the rink and then had Archer and then went, oh shit. This is really fucking hard. Like, mm. I mean, I lost myself completely. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure I had postnatal anxiety, like not postnatal um, depression. depression, but anxiety. I was grasping onto any form of control I could, like with timings with him. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I don't know who I was that first year. I didn't take any clients on. I couldn't do it. So it's so weird. Like my business was just starting to go. And then I basically had to, yeah, yeah, I had to park it essentially. Yeah. I was getting inquiries in and I was having to say no. I was still marketing, but I was having to say no because I was not coping yeah. with what I was doing. Ivy was two and a half, not qualified. Like, I mean, let's go there. We're not qualifying for the free childcare. It's expensive. Mm. Yeah. So I couldn't put her in childcare like more than one day a week. I then wasn't taking on clients because I couldn't, I didn't want to let them down. I didn't know when Archer was going to sleep. 
So I was like, how can I commit to a client and do all this work when I actually don't know when I'm going to work? I was working every evening. I was still doing bits, but it was just, it was a horrible year. Yeah. No sense of structure. No structure. I didn't know who I was. I hated it. Like it was, it was hard. I don't think anyone really prepares you for those early two or three years today. No, no, they really don't. And I'll share this because I just think it was one of the best things anyone's ever said to me. Like if you're thinking about having kids, I don't know. When you have one child, it's life-changing. It, I mean, it really does tip your life upside down. When you have two kids, it's game-changing. <laughs> like, absolutely game-changing. Like, it's just, it's a completely different, it's a completely different game. Yeah. Mm. So that, that was tough. But what I did do, because I'm somebody that can't stop, has to keep going, but I couldn't actually take on clients. So I was learning, I was researching, constantly thinking about my business because it was the only thing that I had yeah, yeah, yeah. it's your own thing it's sort of like yeah. away from the kids and yeah. y- your baby exactly yeah. and I needed something for me because mm. I was losing me I can feel the emotions <laughs> they're there <laughs> um, yeah I just I needed I needed something for myself I'm somebody that constantly has to be working like it's weird it's part of me I love it so listening to podcasts, doing all the things. And I was like, I need to do YouTube. And in that time... Where where did that come from? Well, basically, I decided... So this is kind of where the brand started to shift because I had this realisation, and this goes against the whole luxury thing and where I suddenly went, no, I'm not luxury. There's nothing luxury about me. Like, I am everyday Lauren. Like, I'm relatable. I'm I'm a people person. (laughs) Like, I was like... What about all the people that can't afford this luxury wedding planner? There's just this whole market of people that need access to how to plan their weddings and they don't know how to do it and nobody is sharing anything. This is a time before everyone was giving tips on social media. It's only a few years ago. No one was Mm. giving away free advice at that point. And they're being missed and that really upset me. I don't know why, but at that time, it just really upset me. I was like, they need help. They can't afford to have a planner the whole time. Some people actually just want to plan their own weddings but they don't know how to do it. How can I help them? These are my people actually, because I didn't have a wedding planner. So, but I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Mm. And I just got on with it. How can I help these people? More research, more podcasts, blah, blah, blah. YouTube. I'm gonna do YouTube. And I'm gonna set up Bride Academy and I'm gonna work and I'm gonna have a Facebook group and I'm gonna help these people. And I don't know where I'm going with it yet. Maybe I'll have a membership or a course, like, you know, all these things, mm-hmm. but this is where we're going to start. I love this recurring theme of, I don't know what I'm going to do with this or where it's going to go. <laughs> but I'm starting. I'm just going to give it, it a shot and figure it out as I go. Like, it's it's such a refreshing approach. And, you know, the people we've had, people on this podcast that have spoken in a similar tone about just giving things a shot. And it's yeah. one of those traits and personalities that's so often overlooked. It's like, this just like lack of fear, just giving it a go. Yeah. But like, you, you gen- like, so many people look from the outside in thinking... Oh, they've they've been fortunate. They've got look at their business. They've obviously had some help yeah. or like a slice of luck along the way. But actually, really, what you've done is just gone. I see something here. I'm going to go for it, and we'll figure it all out as we go. Yeah, it's, it's it. just it's great. It's so good to hear. That's exactly it. Sometimes you just have to get on with it. If you know you want to do something, yeah, just try it because you don't know, and you might fail, and that's okay because that's a lesson too. I mean, look at the dance school it was a bit of a shit show to be perfectly honest with you but I learned so much mm. and actually I can say that going into Bluebird okay I 
didn't know what I was doing, but I did know what not to do. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was a good place. But um, but YouTube was when things really, really changed. changed. Studio Ninja, Igor. <laughs> Here we go. Now I'm off again. But I, I wanted to. I just wanted to talk about one more thing because I think, and I'm not here to criticise one of our sponsors, but I think they're missing a trick. Ooh, shots fired. Tell yeah. us. Tell us what so you they think. are. It's it claims to be designed by photographers for photographers, which mm-hmm. it is. It is designed by photographers for photographers. Yeah. So I'm not arguing that. But it's not just for photographers. That's it. So much I just more. think it's for any, anybody that's in a service-based industry. This this piece of software is invaluable. I've had friends that are MUAs, hairstylists, florists, stylists, you know, you, you name it. I've had them all reach out and I've given them sort of guidance and setting them up that have gone on to use Studio Ninja and like, this is invaluable for our business. Yeah. So um, if Studio Ninja are listening and watching this back, might want to think about who you're targeting it yeah. to because actually yeah. I yeah. think it's... I think they're missing a trick. I think there's a whole market. There's a whole market out there that, you know, you don't just need to be a a photographer or a videographer in the wedding industry. If you are a service-based industry and you've got clients or couples, whoever they may be, and you need to book people in, you need to send them automated emails, invoices, um, you know, the system and the software is there for for anybody to use in in, in whichever business they're they're operating in. Yeah, get student ninja. There you go. So, so what's the discount people... code, Igor? You should know it by now because I've told you a few times. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I wonder what I'm it could be. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, I'm joking. It's another idea. It's that simple. So if you go to Studio Ninja, um, type in that at the checkout and you'll get 50% off for the whole year and you'll get the first month free. You get the first month free and then another idea gets 50% off their first annual subscription. There we go. There you go. Sorted. Go, go get it. But YouTube was when things really, really changed. Changed the whole whole business. I'm not allowed to mention the C word, am I? Do I have to skip? Do I have no, to you skip can. the two years? You like, no one listens to this, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one listens or watches. So don't worry. It's just it's basically seven k streams afterwards. <laughs> yeah, no, no, one, no one will hear this. <laughs> Well, I feel like you probably want to ask me some questions about YouTube. Like, yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I've like... got a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, I guess let me just just kind of like just break us down in some ways why that changed your business really, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll really yeah. dive in into the, into the nitty gritty really of YouTube. Tell us how to do it, really. Yeah. That's, that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Pick my brain. Um, okay, so when I started it, I knew it was going to be a beast. I absolutely know. But at that time, I, I had a bit of time. I mean, I say that. I had a two and a half, three-year-old and a, and a baby, but I wasn't taking on clients. I was just focusing on, I need to help these people. I need something to do for me. This is it. And I know that this is a commitment. And if I don't do this every single week, then it's not going to like get anywhere. I also had a goal. I'm very, very goal-driven. I think this comes from the skating. Competitiveness. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I mean, even when I was a coach, so you would teach like competitive kids, but you could also teach adults in the daytime. And I really struggled to teach the adults. No offense, guys. But they don't necessarily have the same goals. They have like little personal goals, but there's not like the competition and, and... and I they found that really hard. Ice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I found How that really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I found it really hard because I needed to set goals for my kids. It's just the type of person I am. I need a tick list. It's how I run my business. 
everything's bloody tickless mm. like and a goal and a strategy so I set myself the goals. We've got to get 100 subscribers because when you get to 100 subscribers, you can change your handle and you can change your, your the name of your YouTube. Great, that's that's the first goal. The next big goal is 1,000 subscribers because then I can monetize. And I never, ever went into YouTube. This might be the opposite to some people. It might be the same. I went into it knowing that this was going to be a business. I went in going, I'm going to monetize this channel. Yeah. It will happen. Go. Give yourself a year, monetize it. Did it in 14 months, nearly, no, 13 months. Did it in 13 months, Amazing. monetized it. And I think I missed two weeks. I was just literally like, you have to just be consistent. So, yeah. Just, yeah, turn up, just keep going. And it changed So was that a video everything. a week? A video every week. But two. Hmm? But two, apart but from two, two weeks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and it just changed the landscape of the business because suddenly I was pulling in these people. I was building the no like, and trust factor. And I was like, oh my God, my business is changing. Like, and the type of clients that are coming in are changing because I'm now helping people plan their own weddings, which felt so good. Like, and funnily enough, what am I doing on my YouTube channel? I'm teaching. And I had this realization after the year, I was like, I've gone back to what I used to do. Yeah. I'm teaching again. I freaking love teaching. I yeah. love helping people. Like, I love it. It's making me emotional. Let's <laughs> get emotional. Like we, yeah. Me and Igor are sat here doing it with exactly the same approach. It's about, like, I don't think we could do this podcast if we didn't enjoy that. Mm. Like, you couldn't do the YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> Sounds like, like, like oh my lord. Sounds like my dad. So what? What is this? What is the YouTube? I'm like Betsy, come here. Take your dad. Just, just bring your dad. Honestly, okay? just honestly. take him away. Oh god, don't even get me started on TikTok. <laughs> the YouTube. Um, so you know, you couldn't have done YouTube without that absolute core idea of wanting to help people. Mm. Because if you, because it would be fake. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you were going at it because I'm like, I just want to make money. Well, you're going to crash and burn, aren't you? Yeah. You know, you're only there and doing well because of it, because you, you know, your core value is you want to help people. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, it changed. It it massively changed the structure of the business. And are I you found still, are you still doing weddings at this time, or is this? Are you just kind of? I'm because in my head, I'm like, how on earth have you had? You got two young children. You're doing a YouTube episode a week. Like I've tried doing a. I've got one YouTube video out, and it took me. God knows how long and I'm like I keep going I'm going to I'm going to start YouTube and I'm like where on earth am I going to find a day a week at least a day a week to sit down and go right I'm going to do a YouTube episode mm, like, it's a commitment how on yeah. a, how have you how have you done it <laughs> like tell me tell me your secrets like how have you managed to have two young children uh, run a, a bit of a obviously the wedding business I assume it kind of dipped off a little bit at this point yeah but it's obviously now ramping back up because yeah. people are all of a sudden going hey let's go to Lauren that's it. So I think I, both my kids went into childcare in, in October or November of 2029. And come the January, I was like, I'm back. <laughs> like I managed to like, you know, I managed to get, like I, Ivy started school. Archer went to the childminder three, three days a week. I landed a job with Sony doing a random event. I had two weeks to plan some like launch event for them. And I was like, yes, okay, we're off. I mean, that's random. That was a really random job. But I was like, yep, yeah, I'll take it because I'm back. I got some weddings booked in. And So this is 2020? 
this is 2020. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. So literally, yeah, you know that, where this that, is yeah. going. Dan, 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 Dan. I don't talk about this this often because I think people sort of think that the business has been going for years and years. But now when you look at it mm. and you think, I just started, then I had to pause, then I had three months of, I'm back, yeah. baby. And then... That happened. That happened. Yeah. But so, yeah. so many people will relate to that because I think we've had other people on the podcast mm-hmm. that were in a similar position yeah. that kind of getting back on their feet, starting again, and then that happened or were literally just starting a business. They'd made that leap and then all of a sudden, three months in, they're like... The world stops. Mm. You know. But do you know what? It worked in my favour. I know what you're going to yeah. say. It, it, I mean, it, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> it worked in my favour because I'd been building the YouTube, obviously over 2019, and I was building this Facebook community. But people were then coming to me for coordination because they're planning. I'm helping them plan their wedding, but then they don't want to go to anyone else to manage it on the day because mm. they know me. I've been planning it yeah, with them. Yeah according to them and, and that's the key isn't it they fit they feel like they genuinely know who you like they know you, they do like you've connected with them yeah they really do they say it on the calls like i found you on youtube like i can't go to anyone else because not you. Yeah, yeah exactly like it game changer absolute yeah. game changer some of them sit there on the call on the inquiry calls really quiet and get all awkward with me because i've been on their tv which <laughs> makes me like it's weird absolute superstar yeah, I know what you mean I know it's what you just mean. so like it makes me awkward I'm it's like sad. no 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 stop it's it yeah. oh like, my god it's here <laughs> don't I feel really embarrassed no 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 that's really great that's really great and it's completely really so good. You should yeah. be so, but you should like you should be so proud of it so it's, it's incredible really that you've like your approach to you know these this sort of four or five year period is incredible you know that you've just Oh, been... literally just gone for it I made a decision to go YouTube and go right I'm all it's this kind of like recurring theme it's like I'm all in now like, yeah. I'm all in I'm and this is where it. people fail at YouTube so often because mm. they can't commit and if you can't commit to doing it weekly yeah because let's be, let's be honest right it takes, it takes time yeah. yeah it does take like, it's, it's how, a commitment how, let's break down what, what you put into YouTube how, like you talk us through you know the the initial stages of kind yeah. of creating content mm-hmm. like coming up with an actual content plan and knowing because I, I i found personally like the biggest obstacle for me is going right what am i actually going to film and and if i spend a bit of time and just sitting there and go right hold on i can just create these videos if i content plan it it makes it feel a lot more manageable mm-hmm. so just take us back to that those early stages of planning and then through to kind of how long you spend to film it editing it up, that entire process yeah so when i started it was obviously very different to now I'm really speedy now, but I'll take you through it. So when I first started, I would say I actually had it blocked out each section and how long it was going to take me. And I mean, it was a process Mm. and the channel was massively building throughout 2020 as well. And obviously everyone, I mean, everyone was at at home home. watching YouTube guys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd hit my thousand by that point in, no, I think I hit my, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2020, I hit the 1,000. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just building and it was building. But in terms of time, so I had time at that point because what else were we doing? Yeah. You know, not working um, or just moving weddings. <laughs> but I was literally, so I would script out. or No, I would start off with like, right, these are the topics that I'm going to cover. Then oh, how much?
much do I tell you here, guys? Everything. Like, all of it. Yeah, everything. All of it. Yeah. You're not let getting... Me just, let me get my note pass. I've <laughs> <laughs> only got 3% notes, so I can't use it too much. But yeah, I can just watch the episode back. I'm going to watch the episode back. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so obviously like brainstorming like a load of ideas. Then you're working out your titles. Titles are absolutely fucking key. If you fuck those up, you're not getting searched. YouTube is not social media. It is a search engine. Buy the biggest search engine. Okay, it's Google. Like mm. titles, thumbnails, get them wrong. Not going anywhere. You're yeah. absolutely not going anywhere. So Tube Buddy, I'll give you my Tube link. Tube Buddy, okay. Yeah. Um, Tube Buddy is absolutely key to make sure that you're hitting the right title. So I would do that. So I'll come up with my ideas, then I check it. How searchable is this? Should What's the competition? Let's not share this one with anybody. Absolutely nothing. This is just going to go straight into the archive. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So Tube Buddy, yeah. What else do we need? Um, yeah, so I would then check all the titles and make sure that they're actually, like, what's the competition on this title, on this type of video? Like, how much is it so actually being researched? Search- you don't oh. just come up with it. You go, you go and look at what yeah. else. Yeah, and what, that used to take me time. You know, like, answer the public, going and checking on there. What are people actually searching for mm. as well? So I used to do all of that. Then I would write up my hook, like my scripts. Like, so you do your hook, like your intro. Like, I mean, go back, feel free. In fact, go and if you need a laugh, go and do it. First three videos, absolutely oh, horrendous. Are, this is the point, though. You have to accept, like, you yeah. have to when you're doing that, accept that it's not going to be the greatest. Absolutely, but That's it's all what a process. I'm yeah, I you... put one out and I watch it back and I'm like, oh my lord, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? But actually, I, but I also know that I'll look back on that if I if I do commit to it for next year. I know that if I look back in a year's time, mm. that I'll look back and go, yeah, but look at the progress. That's it. I will never delete those first videos because I want to show people, like, just get on with it yeah. like just jump in with two feet well, I've got to go guys I've got a plan to write <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm genu- honestly I'm genuinely in my mind whilst we're talking I'm like right okay now I need to I've, I've been sat on the fence about doing YouTube for about a year mm-hmm. like dipped in a little bit but no, not committed and I'm, I'm that's it I'm going to commit to next year Boom. Gonna Be hold you to it. Do Be it. You can do Be it. You can so do Shit, it. Shit, what have I just said? <laughs> <laughs> you get faster at the process as well. I think I would say that when I was first mapping it out, it was looking at like ten hours a week. It's a shitload of work. Yeah. For like, one video. For one video. And it would take me like three hours to edit and I'd do be you, falling how asleep did you doing earn it. For that video? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. There you go. Yeah, it was a totally valid question. I know, I know what you were doing. Is it? Yeah, absolutely nothing. Mm. Like, but I knew it's all about the long term with YouTube. Right? Same with the podcast. It is long term. Like, you are building a community, you're building an audience, you are giving value, you're building the know, like, and trust factor. It is all the things. Like, and it will pay back. For people that haven't heard that that no like trust factor, I mean, it sounds self-explanatory, but can you just can you just expand on that for a second? Because I know there's mm-hmm. probably people listening that will have only heard that for the very first time, and I think it's a really, I think it's a really, really important sort of really important thing to touch on. Absolutely, I mean, if your client or a follower or an internet rando, if they don't know you, if they don't like you, and they don't trust you, the likelihood of them actually buying from you is extremely slim. Sometimes it happens, but it's very slim. If you can build the know, like, and trust factor with these potential followers and they start to like you, they're going to become a warm audience. 
and warm people or hot people are going to buy buy. from you why would they go to anyone else when they feel connected to you and that's the key isn't it it builds connection with people and we're all about connection like we buy because we feel connected to people that's why instagram is such an amazing thing with stories and that because we're connecting with people you've Mm. got to kind of you've got to build that nowadays people want it they seek it out that's amazing yeah i think uh, you know instagram is obviously the place that you know I, i tend to put myself out a lot on instagram and that's I've definitely seen that, that I can still, and I talk about it on like workshop stuff, but like I can, everything that's happened here, weirdly, I tie back to when I first spoke on camera to Instagram in 2020. Mm-hmm. Because the things that came from that were more engagement, more people wanting yep. content and wanting a Zoom course to then going, oh, I'm going to film a course to deliver online. And then that was like, hold on well, well, I need space a space to for do it. it so it's then yeah. come here and then I'm like oh, now I'm building a podcast and it's it. all of it comes back to just breaking that barrier and going I'm just going to talk to camera and I'm just going to bring some sort of little value or mm. I'm human entertainment or hum- yeah, humanity to it mm-hmm. and just make them kind of go oh he seems like a nice guy yeah some people don't if they and, and if they but relate but to you I and they connect to you it, it's all about like your your type of person and your personality as well yeah. we're all service based people like so they're buying from us people buy from people yeah. i mean you know we've all said it time That's and time the, again yeah, the oldest sayings of, of all in business isn't it people That's it and if they can't connect with us then they're not going to buy from us and not everybody is right for everybody either yeah, that's incredible there you go. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this episode is just ever so slight not that it didn't start slowly yeah. but i just feel like we're ramping up and ramping up yeah, and we, are, we are we are so today what would you say you're sort of like hold on hold on yeah. can i just go back to the youtube stuff yes can we just yeah, come, oh sorry okay yeah, go on. but i, I want to on. know youtube today in some ways okay come on, what, come on so you sort of like gave us a your your youtube strategy there and then and how you sort of like started building things up really but what how do you plan today how how do you see things happening really in terms of like what is your strategy yeah I don't know whether I should share this, guys. <laughs> do, you, do you want us to turn the microphones off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. this should be a secret. Um, I Just whisper it like this. <laughs> I was really strategic at the beginning. You might not be expecting what I'm about to say. Um, I'm a little bit more slapdash nowadays because I think I've got so comfortable. It's part of my weekly routine. Yeah. It's part of my process. So what day is it? It's Thursday. So Tuesday, mm. I recorded and wrote three YouTube videos. I actually can't do three in a day. Like I wrote three, recorded two, and then did a load of reels because I was like, I'm just exhausted actually. But my process is so different and stripped back to what it used to be. I think because it's more natural. Like my intro, I don't need to know it. It just comes out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, there it is. So, so many times that it's very much innate in you 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 know exactly what you're doing yeah, yeah. So. Well, we, t- we talked about it in the podcast like we we sit here now and i'm like i can't wait to chat today whereas the first five six seven or whatever it was like yeah i'd feel sick um okay right <laughs> so many trips to the toilet yeah, because again it's just understanding the process isn't it it's that's it. it and it become it becomes natural and i think so now i will literally go i know what my topic is i've checked it but yeah. that's the main yeah, so you have kind of a, like, a loose script anyway there, there really because of your title I have like, the you... title I write some bullet points yeah, okay. and then I sit there before I turn my camera on and I go right um, a hook Lauren a hook okay and I just turn it on and I just do some random hook that comes yeah. out of my mouth you did say yeah. it beforehand but 
Yes, your hook is clearly, clearly important. Just give us an example, like... Yeah, what, so, so, what the hook, hook, so the hook we're talking about, the opening sort of, what, 20 seconds of the video? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. This is the bit where you're going to tell people what it's about. Kind of. You, before you go, or... Okay, go on, then you, you, you well, tell you're us. You're now putting me on the spot. What's my yeah, topic? Yeah. What am I Lauren, talking about? that's why you're here. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know, we're the hosts. <laughs> you are the guest, and uh, we're here to ask you questions. Just what yeah, am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. control <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry. No, we love okay. this. No, we absolutely love what's this. What's the topic? Yeah. What's the topic? What's, um, what's the video that I'm about to give you a hook for? Okay, how to, how to find... Um, how to find your wedding photographer. Oh, Christ, Okay. Right, give me two seconds. Um, Is that a good, good topic? Yeah. yeah, it's a good yeah. topic. I think it's yeah. a good topic. Okay, so I'm going to start the video. <laughs> this is really funny. I'm going to start it off. I'm going to turn it on. And I'm going to go, okay, guys, this is something that you really need to nail. If you do not nail this, then you're going to end up in trouble. Scarcity. This is Strange. all about where your memories are kept. So don't get it wrong. Hi, guys. I'm Lauren, wedding planner. I'm going to be creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so there's a few things there you didn't really say wedding photography you just you're yeah you're I'm hooking you in honestly I'm fucking hooked <laughs> like, but it's about kind of I don't know playing on that fear a little bit absolutely it's like that kind of, yeah they want to know more. Yeah. You want to keep yeah. them watching as long as possible and you've got to get them past your boring intro. Hello, yeah. my name's Lauren and I'm a wedding planner. Like you need to get them past that, but you yeah. also need that because if they're new yeah. and they don't know who you are and what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, and straight away, in some, in some ways, you kind of like, you make them look forward towards what's coming up. Really, Absolutely. Because, mm, it's all yeah. about view time. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So that's the hook. Okay. That's amazing. So do you, do you usually tend to sort of like you said, you, you do bullet points. Do you tend to script it or do you usually tend to go for bullet points? Never anymore. Yeah. Never anymore. No, I never script it anymore. I literally just chat. And I think because I know what I'm talking about, like yeah. so much yeah. now that I can literally just yeah. reel off a, I think yeah. somebody, a chat. I think if somebody's starting out, let's just say, I don't think it's, it's not the wrong thing to do to script it. I think if, if you feel... Absolutely script it, at the beginning, yeah. Script it and give it a go. Yeah. Keep um, it clear and concise. As you, as you grow in confidence, I suppose, that the plan or the hope is that you're going to feel more comfortable and at ease. Exactly. With, you know, those little breaks inside. Like, you don't need to talk at, like, 100 miles an hour and be, like, on it. It's like mm-hmm. you're allowed to pause and breathe and just... Absolutely. You and know, you can sink, edit it out. Into it. Yeah, of course As you well. You know, I will now just do it in one long video. Yeah. And I then, think you told me the other week when we were, we were working in Scotland together, weren't we? And you said you'd you'd edit out every single like pause or breath. Every breath. Like, I used to. Yeah, I used to edit out every breath. I mean, that is dedication. It was so freaking boring. I hate editing as it is. Every breath. I mean, like yeah. it was ridiculous. But YouTube is very much about their longer videos, but people still want to consume content quickly. Like, mm. I mean, we know that TikTok exactly. reels, yeah. like all the things, it's shorts now on YouTube, you know, faster, isn't exactly. It? Yeah. So I was like, right, let's just make this really fast. Like they don't want to sit there watching me breathe, yeah. <laughs> but like, they don't want to see me like having pauses and that's fine when you're filming. Cause you, you can edit yeah, it out. You, I now don't edit out every breath. I've got probably slightly lazier because I think I can, cause I have a community, but also I think I was probably being a bit too anal. Mm-hmm. Um, but the process now to edit as well, I did one yesterday and there was a lot more involved and in that I had to add some images and I knew that I needed to add links in afterwards. I was doing kind of like a Black Friday um, gift guide for bridesmaids. So how they can actually um, essentially save money by getting their bridesmaids gifts in the sales now. 
and there was a lot more involved with that but I still managed to do the whole editing process and the upload and then send out my email in an hour and a half whereas before that was taking me yeah, ages yeah. and do the thumbnail in that time too that is that's rapid that's incredible yeah. yeah super fast <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's over, it's just learned over time yeah, isn't it yeah. yeah yeah you were never going to do that straight off the bat absolutely what's not your, no. what's your kind of so just for, for people out there that are watching or listening that are like okay I need to give this go what's your, just talk through your setup what yeah you know, what are you what are you filming on you know um yeah microphone wise are you like how are you basic editing? i'm yeah? so basic no, yeah uh, this is the point i want to make yeah. is that pe- i think a barrier for a lot of people is that shit i need like the, i need like the best kit yeah mm-hmm. i haven't got four grand to spend on a camera and you know a grand to spend on these sure sm7b's <laughs> um but you know uh, we've got three of them that's a nod anyway, to simon yeah <laughs> If Simon's listening, we we love you, Simon, for, for noticing that one. Thank you. Uh, very, very, just just wonderful audio quality through yeah. these, isn't there? Hello. Um, but what's your, so just talk through your setup, just so that it makes people kind of feel... It's like, literally basic, and that is, that's something I want everyone to know. Like, you do not need complicated kit. I use my phone. I just, I don't I mean, have a camera. that's going to people's minds, isn't it, straight away? Yeah, I, I use my phone. And yes, I have... Oh gosh, I think it's an iPhone 13 Plus Pro, something or other, some letters and things. Yeah, I don't really yeah, know yeah. Um, because it's got it's okay. now got the it's now got the blurry background on the cinematic thing, okay, you know, yeah, which yeah, is nice. So we started using 14. that. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, but I've always used my phone because yeah. I don't believe YouTube is about really really high quality. It's about providing value and yeah. just getting it out there to people. And maybe one day I'll decide to get a camera to use for it but I, I don't feel like I need to and I literally so now I have my phone make sure you're filming on landscape by the way guys yep. um, <laughs> and a ring light it's in the ring light thing and microphone no that's it that is it wow oh yeah no that's it it's literally all I have. And sometimes I... cameras break as well. So, like, you know, <laughs> not always, You've seen us today. You know, if anyone watching on YouTube, we've only got one camera today, then that's because we have a problem with the other one. We can't figure it out. We've tried to ring our um, uh, technical support guy, Tom, Tom Wright. He's, he, he hung up on you, didn't he, Igor? I love so, you, Tom. It's okay, but... Tom. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out what the problem is yeah. later on. Um, yeah, my, but, my kit at the beginning was slightly different. So I used to have, I didn't have a ring light. You had a cinema camera and... Yeah. <laughs> I started off luxury. Yeah. <laughs> no, I literally, so I had my phone and I mean, ring lights are really not expensive, but I was like, oh, I'm just not paying out for a ring light. Like just at the moment, like just get on with it. Just get on with it. I mean, you could literally put your phone and sit by a window and yeah. use natural light. And I mean, you guys know that, you know, that's it. It's all you yeah. need. I had a music stand random and basically some gaffer tape and was just like holding the phone on a music stand and then because my husband husband is a sound engineer yeah he's like, probably embarrassed wasn't he he was like sort your sound out sort your sound out because my phone wasn't as good back yeah. then so we used to have something that i'd plug in and, and clip on here but i really yeah. didn't like even seeing that in the in the videos yeah. and then as my phone got better and as phones have got better even over the last couple of years i don't use a mic yeah and i think the sound's fine yeah. to yeah. be honest um so this is, and then I got making, this is making me go internally like i keep making excuses yeah because I expect my videos to be of a certain quality and actually I just need to let go of that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got a GoPro 10 in there that I bought recently. Yeah, it wasn't even, or whatever it wasn't even 500 quid and the quality on it is, it, it's pretty mad really. 
it's not like one of these cameras on here but it's like I don't need to film on these cameras just, just do about it. it's just about the content isn't it yeah mm-hmm. providing value stop Sam stop making excuses <laughs> stop it. making excuses I'm going to hold you accountable don't stop worry stop making excuses <laughs> stop making excuses keep doing it right okay I can see Merla slicing up the uh, marketing material on that one already <laughs> that, could, that could be a little jingle stop making yeah. excuses I'm going to make t-shirts I'm going to make t-shirts with that one no that's amazing um what would you say you're proud of your YouTube channel today? What's the sort of thing that makes you look back and you're like, yeah, I'm dead proud of that. The messages, the emails, the DMs from people that I have never met, never heard from before, and they'll sneak up in my DMs and tell me, thank you, because yeah. you massively helped me plan my wedding. I mean, I won't even know who Sally from, you know. Rotherham. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Sunthorpe. <laughs> <laughs> But Sorry for any Sally's living in Rotherham there. <laughs> Actually, I don't, my mum's called Sally, so that's weird. Okay. I just came out with that. Um, but I've helped her plan her wedding, and she's yeah. so grateful. And that is everything. Yeah, that is everything. Knowing that really you've put, made you a difference. You can't really put a price on that, can you? You can't really put a. You can't. Yeah, you know, like a just having that kind of yeah that feedback. It's it's, it's pretty incredible, really. Yeah. yeah. It absolutely is. It absolutely is, and obviously it's completely changed the game for business i would say so where do, where, where do you see it going now where where's you say it's changed your business it's shifted it where do you see the kind of the future of bluebirds where's, where's that where's it going sam sam so igor <laughs> studio ninja yeah let's just talk let's talk a little bit about our sponsor and i was wondering about what we need to say in this little section because i really want to talk about just how vital it is to my business and yeah one thing that came up recently was in my own business was that I was thinking about whether I need to get a VA on board. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need somebody that's going to help me just, you know, perform some of the admin tasks? And when I looked at it, and I re- it really boiled down to what do I need somebody on board for? I realised that I don't actually do much admin. Yeah. And I don't do much admin purely because of Studio Ninja. Yeah. Everything's automated. Yeah. My invoices, my diary, my questionnaires that I send out, email templates, cha- email templates, chasing up invoices. Yeah. Everything's fully automated to the point where it doesn't take a huge amount of my time anyway so it kind of defeats the whole point of a VA so for me it is a very integral part of my business yeah. and I think when you're running a business you're self-employed like we are mm-hmm. you know being efficient yeah being productive making sure that things run in the right order if you find yourself doing any kind of repeat task you have to say to yourself why am I repeating this automate it um, and if you can automate it then that's it and that's really where Studio Ninja fits in with me and my business and they have very kindly given us a discount code, haven't they, for this podcast? So yeah. what's that discount code, Igor? Another idea. And another idea gets you 50% off your first annual subscription. Yeah. So it's just a no-brainer. I mean, I wouldn't even be hanging around. Just go and look at Studio Ninja. Just go and do it right now. But thank you very much, guys, for sponsoring this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep it up. We love Studio Ninja. You say it's changed your business. It's shifted it. Where do you see the kind of the future of Bluebirds? Oh. Where's, where's that where's it going places okay. <laughs> again, again just going to let you know that this is a podcast and it's a discussion it's a very, very <laughs> sorry um, oh my goodness so well shall I I should probably explain like how my business is slightly different should I, I so that idea. I can then yeah this is the thing that we're bad at in some ways we know because we've done the research in some ways so obviously you've got Bluebird which is sort of like your wedding planning service mm-hmm. oh, yeah, but then yeah. you've got 
um, Bride Academy, which is very much for for your brides. Mm-hmm. Is this the kind of thing we should have done at the start? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's, what yeah. I'm saying. that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. It's our fault, really. But yes, you go for it. You you take it away. Okay, so well, at the minute, I focus in mainly on coordination mm-hmm. for couples as opposed to planning, which is a little bit different to a lot of companies in the UK. But can I just ask what's the difference between those two? Just, okay, just to be completely transparent. Yeah, absolutely. So, full planning is when you take a client right from the beginning of their planning process and you help them plan their whole wedding all the way through, literally doing everything with them and then obviously being present on the day coordination is when you're essentially stepping in right at the last minute they're planning their own wedding youtube all falls into place and then you are stepping in and you're helping manage the day okay i love that yeah yeah like that is that for me and i've just learned over the last couple of years that is what lights me up like i haven't actually not, I, not the back and forth emails about confetti. I don't like I don't like admin. <laughs> I'm a self-diagnosed ADHD who's actually going through the process of hopefully getting diagnosed, which basically means I need dopamine, guys, and being on an event is everything. Oh, it's a massive rush. Like I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I love problem solving. Yeah. Like I, I want to be busy. And you're like, yeah, I'm on it. This is yeah. it's just me. I'm just I just absolutely love it. And I love helping people. Again, mm. that's what I'm doing on the day. I'm making sure that they're having the best day and I'm helping them. So we focus in on that. But obviously so a lot of people that do full plans, they'll take, I don't know, maybe five to ten weddings a year. Whereas we're doing a slightly lower priced service because it's a smaller service, but... Coordination. Yeah, coordination. And a lot of our clients are now tagging in some extra bits of help, but therefore we need to go for a slightly bigger quantity. So I'm growing a team, which again, lights me up. I really like that. I don't want to be on my own. I want to have a team of girls. They all have their own weddings and stuff. So I'm looking to eventually probably have four of us. We're about to advertise next week for two new team members, which scares the shit out of me, but it's also extremely exciting. Um, So that's where the business is going in terms of that. We're gonna be pushing our digital products because we sell digital products through YouTube. TikTok guys, I think that's going to be helping push that. Pinterest, um, we sell those literally internationally. We've yeah. had sales so in France, America, um, like <laughs> like. <laughs> what do we? What do we sell? <laughs> Money. <laughs> um, I sell a planning toolkit, which is essentially like a pre-made spreadsheet to just help them keep keep them super organised. Mm. I have got a design template book, which. I use for all my clients when I'm building their designs and they can basically buy the template and pull it all together themselves to send it to their suppliers so these for inspo. Sort of like have examples of the of those guides within Pinterest or are you actually able to buy them f- within Pinterest and then you have to link it back but you can have all like the pins and then link it through. Pinterest is not my Forte, mm-hmm. Alex and my team yeah. is now like we're ha- we literally she had a call with Pinterest yesterday, so uh, I can't provide you with loads of info on Pinterest. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, Maybe we need to but, get a Pinterest expert in at some point. So please do really, because it is a it is a minefield. Like yeah. I've found, it is. It's one of those things for me that's always been just on the outside of my marketing sort of plan and strategy, but I know it's yeah. there mm. and I I can know and can see, and especially within our industry, how powerful yeah. it is. But it I've, needs I've to be just, tapped into, yeah, doesn't but it? I've yeah. never ever got the time to sit down and go right. I've blocked this wedding. I'm going to pin every image. I'm going to. Mm. It's just such, it is a time consuming. Yeah. and it's animal, a, also it? a search engine. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so that will help pull in. I think 
digital sales. Oh no, you asked me what I sold. Yeah. <laughs> Design book, template, um, what else do I sell? A tablescape workbook on how to sort of like style your tablescapes. I've got something really big coming in January, which I'm still building. Yeah, this is for, um, just a bit of passive income, yeah, isn't yeah. it? That's yeah, exactly it. it. It's just like, yeah, it's going to be another little you leg know, you put to that the business. Into YouTube, so YouTube one now, here, one here, one there, YouTube's one there. Yeah. It's not huge, but it's it's now enough to go. It's going. Well, it's yeah. worth it's worth doing. Yeah, you know, you've got a bit of passive income. These these things all start to add up, don't they, over time? And COVID taught again, me don't put it's your playing eggs. the long game. That one basket. Yes, God, my mind again. <laughs> yeah just so much to do and so much to yeah but it's exciting it's really really exciting i yeah i love just hearing people succeeding at things and doing it well yeah, and doing absolutely. it in a way that you you kind of like yeah you go for it and i want to go too i'm yeah. right behind I come along. i'm right behind you, go, you. let's go, go. <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's incredible um in the sort of early years and even now really is there any sort of like YouTubers that you've looked at that really inspired you to do what you do today or even to that carries on to inspire you to kind of like propel things forward? I really want to say yes, but I have to say no. <laughs> <laughs> That's really bad, isn't it? I mean, there's a lot of there, there are YouTubers that I follow, mm-hmm. but I have very much just put my blinkers on and yeah. been like, this is do what you, I'm doing. Yeah. Do you think it? Uh, this is just a viewpoint I have. I'm just intrigued to see what you guys think to this. Mm-hmm. Do you think that YouTube still has this very American feel to it and that actually the UK market still haven't kind of, uh, and I say market as in um, businesses and entrepreneurs such as us, haven't really tapped into it yet? We're uh, catching up. Yeah, we're, we're definitely we're catching, catching, up and up. catching up very, very fast. But I, st- I still think there's a fair way to, yeah. a yeah. little way to go. Because it feels yeah. like it's, for most Americans, it's all part of their strategy. At, at, like they're, they're all like, I'm on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. Whereas in here, whereas over in the UK, it's a bit more like, you know, there's Lauren, but then there's there's only Lauren. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know any. I literally don't really know anyone else that's mm. doing it. And the amount of times that I will say, so I haven't mentioned about the fact that I obviously do a bit of like business coaching. So if I say to my clients, YouTube guys, YouTube, no Lauren, no, why not? Oh, I can't commit. Da-da-da-da-da. Like no one wants to, and I'm like, you are missing out because I cannot tell you. 80% of my inquiries come from YouTube. I mean, that's a mind-blowing stat, really. Bonkers. Bonkers. <laughs> Do it. it You've been told, people, yeah. like, Lauren has spoken. <laughs> um, I think because... Stop we, making excuses. Do yeah. it on your phone. <laughs> Do it landscape. What was that? Tube buddy. Tube buddy. Tube buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, I was going to say that I think that because especially as photographers anyway we come from such a visual photography still image sort of background that we've been so fixated and grown up with Instagram really propping up our businesses mm. that when we see something like YouTube that it's video oh, video and it's it's different and again you got to sort of like commit to it you kind of yeah it's so easy to get scared off and kind of like actually no thank you Lauren but no um, but which is which is valid for some people. Yes, you yes. Know, they're, they're, but at the same not, time, not everyone needs to go away and like this. Doesn't go. I'm <laughs> going to start YouTube. But there will be plenty of people. Like I'm looking at myself as this. Like going, I am set up for that now. Yeah, I need to start creating that content. Yeah, it provides so many opportunities as well. I mean, literally. So if you do YouTube, first first and foremost, you're feeding your business. It is literally a feeder. Like, I mean, eighty percent 
That's all I need to say. Eighty percent. But it's a source of income when you hit a certain point because Mm -hmm. Google will pay you. Google pay you. My accountant messaged me yesterday and went, "What's this? YouTube." (laughs) Like they pay you, you know. And then you open to sharing how much you make a month out of YouTube. Okay, because you've asked. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. The audience will love this. That was we so would love cheeky. This. And cheeky. we would love this, yeah. to be fair. It's not loads at the moment. I think I get, I'm hitting £300 a month at the moment, okay. and it's going up. And January, yeah. ask me again in January, because January, it literally, right now, it does this, like, and the views are, like, very static this time of year. <laughs> yeah. But the payment actually stays the same because the advertisers are plugging loads of money into their ads yeah. because it's Christmas. Yeah, so you're literally... Oh, so I'm almost staying court. level, yeah. even though my views are lower because of the, the ads yeah. like spend. But in January, inquiry yeah. season, it literally... I'm just sat here yeah. with my finger up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, so but people, it goes like that. For people listening, Lauren, Lauren's just done a vertical <laughs> with her finger. Yeah. Gone from it was there for about 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah, and then it literally spikes right okay. up, like absolutely spikes. Um, but yeah, so... Hopefully that will, I mean, that will go up next year. It will. But, and it depends, it also depends on what your videos and content is about, your niche, Mm -hmm. the types of ads that are going into them. I mean, that's like, there's so much that comes into play with how much you earn and your CPM. But, so you can get paid from Google, you can feed your business, you can sell digital products like I do. So these people are coming in from YouTube. They're the ones that are buying my digital products. So it's feeding that. And then there's brand collaborations. We have brands reaching out to us. Can you can you feature our brand on your YouTube video? I mean, the amount of times we say no. I got approached by a sex toy company recently asking if we'd like to collaborate <laughs> on my YouTube. I was like, I do not feel like this yeah. is aligned. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's and here no. you go. This is for yeah. your yeah. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> yeah. I would not feel comfortable promoting that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we say no most of the time. And then if we feel like it's relevant to our audience that they mm-hmm. would benefit it, then great. We, we've teamed up recently with a bridal, um, a bridesmaid's dress company. And it's been amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. I've been able to offer discount to my clients by working with these brands. Yeah. You know, we get a little bit of a kickback as well, which is lovely. Like, it opens up yeah. Yeah. so many doors yeah. just from one platform. So when yeah. people got, haven't got time, I'm like, you but have you not got time? Room, yeah. exactly. That's it. Just walk in that room. If you want to stay, like, having all your eggs in one basket and earning just one type of income, then, then stay as you are. But if you want to open it up, then... YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's why I love doing this podcast. Um, I just want to keep on asking more. Go on. Um, I really do. But um, yeah, looking at your your YouTube, uh, the YouTube Sam, the YouTube. <laughs> um, it's so clear to see that you've got such a high volume and value of content going out. Um, how do you keep it up? <laughs> it's it's hard like it is hard and and i did i mean we all know that wedding season this year was it was one wasn't it yeah. um i slipped i did i actually slept so i I'll put my hands up i could not keep up with all the video content during peak wedding season this mm. year i just something had to give and i had to be kind to myself and i was like that it will survive my channel will survive my community will survive there's enough content on there we're at a place where it's okay 
it had to give. When you post your videos? What day? Wednesdays, one o'clock. Okay. It's the best time of the week. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Just another note. Just yeah, yeah. 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 Take it. Take take all the juicy gems, Sam. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. One o'clock on a Wednesday. Most I'm weeks. Put in my favourite numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren. Lauren YouTube. <laughs> Not even good man. <laughs> um, I forgot what you asked me. <laughs> um, I asked. Um, how do you yeah how do you literally put out such high volume and value of content really content. but in some ways you you kind of answered it really um there's that, a lot of repurposing going on as well that yeah. is oh that is the key to staying on top of it i mean in content strategy um okay so shall i go through like Are we start the episode again here we're, yeah. like, <laughs> like, we're an hour and ten it's great <laughs> okay go on um, I think a lot of people panic, don't they? Because they think, how are you doing YouTube? How can you do, like, um, Instagram? How are you, like, a blog? Or, like, TikTok, which we're trialling out, which is great. Um, how can you create all this content? It's just so much. What did you What did you say? Content machine. Yeah. But it's just a case of having strategy and repurposing the shit yeah. out of your hero strategy or your long-form, like, content, sorry. So my long-form content is YouTube, people that aren't on youtube it might be a blog it might be a podcast so that is like your top hero content long form content it's then just snipping the hell out of that yeah. like we'll put that on the blog you know that's great for seo like you literally just write it up and you throw the video in and you link it up and hello you know they're friends and they they do their thing and then you make a load of pins to do with that or on the blog so there that's done over to pinterest and then you can do a carousel i mean let's not go into that today but instagram and static posts i mean that's it's a dying out thing isn't it but anyway you know it's still it's still providing value so you can do a carousel on some of the top tips from the youtube video you can do a reel on the top tips from the youtube video you can do a story with literally like it's just gone live so here it's we not go as if you you very much would repurpose i say when i say repurpose literally take snippets of your youtube video you will you won't do that you will re record a new form of content but very much based on that YouTube video yeah amazing yeah so it's not once you've like for example I suppose the the, the prime example is you create a reel mm -hmm. all you're doing is repurposing that reel that might as well go to TikTok so it might as well go to YouTube this Shorts week I have Trello my favourite yeah, yeah. my love friend Trello. Big love Trello it fans here. and I literally I was voice noting Alex in my team who sort of helps with my marketing and I was like Alex I just feel really confused like I'm throwing stuff over to TikTok now we need to be doing shorts as well okay and I also think that you should just be throwing it on Pinterest because you know you should be so um but I can't remember what I've posted on Instagram and I can't remember what I've posted on TikTok so I've written checklists and every piece of content I sat and recorded about 10 reels the other day I was like right they're all on there and they've got a tick tick checklist for TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest shorts so once we've posted it on one just make sure we tick it off so we know where we're at I mean I should have I mean for all the other types of content we have so much strategy but for that for some reason yeah. we had nothing and the other day I was like right get your shit together Lauren like where's the checklist because we've only started using TikTok in the last yeah. month um, so now I just share across, but they're different beasts as well. Yeah, you don't mm. post the same stuff. You can't post the same stuff on those platforms because they won't, they won't hit. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's mm. amazing. 
gosh you write that song yeah 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 no of course <laughs> you just want to feel run like, into the office I feel like again and, and, and sit down and just, yeah. just start planning but this is exactly why you're here it's exactly yeah. why we have this podcast it's exactly why we asked you up to Derby to talk and like you've just bought you've bought the value yeah I want to squeeze a few a few more you, drops you go I mean, <laughs> it's okay you got, you got out a few minutes because yeah. this cold is kind of um, <laughs> <laughs> no um, you did mention it slightly um, beforehand but um, you said that you had one of the sides of your business is very much business mentoring mm-hmm. how's that going and how did that come about and where do you want it to go oh good question um, so the content collective kind of started out of my need of wanting to help people again here mm. we are again it just it's this running thing it runs through my veins and throughout the pandemic people were coming to me and I had huge imposter syndrome. I'd always wanted to do coaching because I love teaching. But I was like, I haven't been doing business long enough. I'm not even like successful enough. I can't coach people. Why would anyone come to me? Put that in a box. But then people started coming to me, I think because of my content strategy, yeah. everything I'm putting out. And they're like, like inspired by it or whatever. Like, and it, I mean, it shocked me that people were coming to me, but then I realized okay, well, people are asking me these questions and I'm messaging back and giving my time for free. Hang on a minute, hang on. So I started just offering a little bit of coaching, really low level, just to kind of gauge it, really. And I loved it. I really loved it. And it ended up building with me going, right, I'm going to do a podcast because, again, I just love sharing knowledge. I can't believe knowledge. Can talk about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another piece of content every, every, I have to create. listening create. to this is going, they've literally got their head in their hands going, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> uh, how does she do it? Yeah, we did, we, we, uh, yeah, we set up a podcast. That, I mean, that was literally like, I'm not doing a podcast yet. I don't have time to do a podcast. And like Coco and my team, she's like, you want to do one though, don't you? And I was like, yeah, you know, I do, I do. But, and she's like, you're too busy. And I'm like, absolutely. And then, you know, about a month later, we're doing a podcast, okay? Yeah. We're doing a yeah. podcast, because that's what I do. I just jump in and go, we're doing it, fine. Yeah. Um, so that happened. And we're on, we're just, we're just wrapping up series three. So I do series because time, yeah. because yeah. I have the YouTube as well. I need to make sure that I'm just fitting in sort of 10 to 12 episodes a season have a break otherwise I don't have time yeah yeah. um so I do that and that's very much just again about sharing and yeah so I do that I do a bit of mentoring I don't really push it too much because I'm still focusing in on the wedding business I need to get that to a certain point I've got like Mm. a plan there are plans for the content collective i've got a lot of plans for the content collective but i'm sitting in it right now i'm yeah. growing my when community see, when people can see that you've been successful in your field doing what you're doing and creating content it feels like the natural next step doesn't it, it kind yeah of feels a little bit to what like seems what we've done here in that like we you know, people look people look at what we've done and, and now it's just a, a case of how can we help businesses that are on that yeah. bottom rung of the ladder That's how it. do we help them climb it quicker than they could climb it by themselves That's it. That's and it. other businesses want that or they don't if you're smart and savvy enough as a business person you're going to go I'm going to look at people that are doing it beyond me mm-hmm. and I'm going to help they're going to help me get get there quicker That's there'll it. be some that go I don't, I don't need that and they'll just they'll climb the ladder fine yeah. no problem yeah. but if you can you know make something of it and you, you have the opportunity to, to support and help them and they're willing to you know pay for your time and advice then that's what an amazing you know 
relationship and future you've got so yeah. it's great mm. we've been doing a lot of um i've been doing networking as well it's literally just something i'm really into uh, hiking are you on a different time zone to all of us <laughs> do you like she you must just, she you must covered something that we haven't um, <laughs> Lucy asked me this in the car. Right. How do you fit it all in? And I was like, but I don't know any. I don't know any different. This is just do you wake up how at my brain works. You start, you start so work at half three in the I morning. I work in school hours, guys. I don't know. I don't know how I do it. I don't have the answer. I don't know. I just I do. Wow. Honestly, I think you've, you've um, probably learned how to be really really effective. And I have. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think being a parent yeah. makes oh, you God, the it, most efficient doubt, person. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, you, you, have you have to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, honestly, I think there's going to be. I think this will be an episode that people will watch or listen to, and they'll go, "I'm going to just, I'm going to bookmark that and come back to it." Yeah, that's it. Because I think it's going to take a while for for it to digest. Just to digest but everything, really. You've you've bought so much. You've got. I mean, you've got me and Igor sat here thinking, which I think is always a sign of a really positive guest. So thank you very much. Um, should we wrap up on the final question? Mm-hmm. So, just something we like to ask all of our guests now, um, or have done for the last sort of half dozen episodes, and that is. If you could go back to being sort of fourteen-year-old Lauren again, what would your what would your words of wisdom be to that fourteen-year-old Lauren? I wish I knew this question beforehand. Um, <laughs> I feel emotional even thinking about this. I was very Why? naive at fourteen, very naive, very much sort of guided by everybody else. I think when you're in that when you're in that sports environment, though, I think you are in a bit of a, an unusual place. Not mm. many people are in that. No. Um, not, they don't have that level of discipline at that age, I don't think. Mm. Yeah, I very much let everybody else make decisions for me. Mm. I only realised this recently, actually. I was like, I was very naive. Everyone made the decisions. Everyone was driving my future. I don't know what I'd say to myself. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought it, I wanted to be a skater. Maybe just be confident, like you will everything will be okay i don't know like i literally like i i almost feel like when i think back to like 14 years old i wasn't confident i didn't have many friends i really struggled at school skating was my everything but i let other people drive me i don't think i really knew where i was going or what i was doing but i I look now and i'm like it's a fucking journey it kind of of feels like to me from the outside that you didn't well, the one thing you lacked in those years was that control or that self-control like you keep saying people were driving you and driving you and actually mm. when you actually get that like control now, yeah like you've just completely taken control of everything which i think is a really uh, incredible thing it does it looks like you've just grabbed the bull by the fucking horns <laughs> God, i'm gonna fucking take this now <laughs> see you later guys i think you're right i think you're absolutely right all the decisions i've made all the things i've done it's just been a case of well we're doing it mm. yeah yeah and yes you bloody are <laughs> and some um, I haven't got anything else to add I yeah, mean it's just been, incredible whew. need to go and lay down on a dark room yeah. and can I go to the toilet <laughs> <laughs> no seriously thank Lauren, you so much Lauren you've been absolutely incredible a joy to speak to and I'm sure that you'll be back um, and we'll grill you another an hour and a half or however long for um, because yeah your passion for for your audience, your passion to help and and just coach and just <laughs> impart from your heart to yeah. whatever you've got so much to give and that's so so evident. So where can yeah. where can people find you? What do yeah. they what do they need to look for? Uh, Bluebird underscore creative. You can find me on yep. basically all platforms there or 
uh, bluebird underscore content collective for the pod and all those bits i mean if that if if this episode isn't worth a shout out and and you know a little share on your stories for that i don't i don't know what is yeah um again please thank you very much lauren loved it should we gonna have a drink now yes yes thanks guys (laughs) well done team flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.